How's your day been? No, I've been good, man. Just done a little workout this morning and um, just been chilling, man. No, that's good. That's good. Okay, and we're live. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Final Tackle Podcast Live. We haven't done a live stream in quite a while. Um, so we are joined by one of, honestly, the great up-and-comers at the moment. He's a young gun, plays for the Warriors and also Indigenous All-Stars. He had a stint at the Roosters. Josh Curran, thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, thanks for having me, mate. No, honestly, pleasure's all mine. Um, let's get started your junior days, mate. Um, Hills District Bulls, what was it like growing up and, you know, representing quite a, you could say, synonymous club with rugby league, such as Hills District? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so my junior league, I actually played for Maryland's when okay. I was super young. So, um, dad used to play for Maryland Rams and um, I used to always go to his game and always go watch him in there, go to the sheds. Then, um, yeah, so apparently I used to run away when I was young from <laughs> mum and dad because I was a little, little menace. Then um, dad just said, oh, stuff it. So I actually started, I actually played my first game when I was three. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so dad chucked me in the footy at Maryland Rams and played juniors there. Then maybe I think I moved to – then I moved to Seven Hills Demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe when I was seven or something. And then um, – How long did you spend there? <clears throat> I spent, yeah, probably about four years there, maybe five years. Then so Quick shout-out. Sorry, someone just mentioned in the group chat, uh, Jared Mitchell, fun random factor, everyone, proud sponsor of the Final Tackle Podcast through Gold Coast Trading Cards. They're from Seven Hills in Maryland, and I think he's just mentioned he played for those junior clubs as well. So thank you very yeah, much for letting yeah, us yeah, know yeah. that, Jared. <laughs> yeah, so um, then when we went, then when I was 11, we moved to the Hills area, and um, yeah, I played for Hills Bulls. And, um, yeah, came through the para system, the Parramatta system. Yep. Wow. And then, yeah, then, um, yeah, so I played there for probably about, what was it? Yeah, probably about six years, mm-hmm. maybe even longer. How'd you, end up at, how'd you end up at the Roosters when you went through the, you could say, Eels Junior System? Yeah, so I was at Eels Junior System since 13. Then, yeah. Um, it was past SG Ball, after SG Ball, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Roosters came, came on board and, um, yeah, offered me a contract for full-time. And, um, well, yeah, that's it was what you want, yeah, it was a contract I um, had to take. Oh, it's, absolutely, it's, take yeah, opportunities. The Roosters, yeah, as as good as the club they that they are and the um, players they had, like, um, I used to, I always idolise um, Boydo Boy Cordner. Yep. I used to always look up to him then. Yeah, kind of. That was mainly the big reason why I went there, so I can, um, yeah, kind of um, get him to help me with my game. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, that's good to hear. Uh, Chris Pevy or Pevi, sorry if I'm saying it wrong in the in the live stream chat. He's a devout Warriors fan. He's actually a member of Warriors Faith a Facebook group. I think he's an admin as well. He wants to know how do you feel about Sean Johnson coming back? Yeah, so um, I, I wasn't I wasn't here when. Um, Shawnee was here. I think I came the year after he left. Um, but, man, it, yeah, it would be so good having him back. Obviously, um, the player is and um, he's well-known over in um, New Zealand and that. So, it will actually be real good for us um, to have his um, leadership and, um, yeah, him controlling the team around next year, which will be good. 
Oh, absolutely. And that kind of helps tie into a question I had listed. So thank you very much, Chris. And that's Townsend. He's back at the Warriors, but only till the end of the season. Um, what sort of impact is he having at the club already? And how do you think he'll go against the Dragons this week? Yeah, so I've, I haven't actually met Chad yet. So oh, when I came back, so because we had the week off and I went up to, um, I went up to Goldie yep. to see my family. And um, I was meant to come back on Thursday. But I was like, oh, no, nah, because it, um, we got put into lockdown. So mm. I stayed up there. Then, um, yeah, I jumped on the flight. But my flight was actually originally at 12.20. Mm-hmm. Then Virgin cancelled my flight and put me on the 120 flight. And then that one flight that bloody screwed yeah, it one, up. <laughs> that one flight screwed it up. So, but, um, yeah, so I haven't actually met him. But um, it would be real good for um, Chatty to lead the boys around. It actually, like, it would help us heaps. Um, I was talking to Roger about it and he mm-hmm. said um, – like just at training, it's just changed massively with um him getting up there, stepping up, and um pretty much being a leader of the team already. Yeah, which is unfortunately somewhat has been lacking in the halves. Roger's a great leader as the captain, but the halves have somewhat been lacking that this year to an extent. And I think, yeah, as you said, Townsend, it, I think he'll be he's a great addition for, for the rest of the season. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, he Dodge just said like. His kicking game and just the way he um he's so calm and the way he controls the um game and team is yeah, it's just what we needed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um and obviously another signing is Dallin, Latanis Lesniak, proud New Zealander, uh represented Mario All Stars, New Zealand. Um obviously again, you've probably not had a chance to meet him yet due to isolation, but um what are your thoughts on him? And he's signed quite a long contract, so you'll be there together for quite a while because you've just re-signed. Congratulations on that. What are your yeah. thoughts on Dallin? Yeah, so um, yeah, I've I've met Dallin once outside of footy, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, Dallin, he's he's a real good pickup for us. Um, obviously his runs out of the backfields um can really start the sets and give us momentum in that. But um, yeah, that's another great signing. I think he signed for like three years or something. I think which so. Is yeah, twenty twenty four. I think is when it yeah. is. So which is good, but yeah, he'll give us heaps of um strike power on the wing and um get our sets started, which is good. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, obviously, we've just mentioned your junior stuff. Um, you signed with the Roosters, but you played a lot of time with them, with their feeder clubs, such as Wyong Roos, which are based on the Central Coast, and North Sydney Bears. What was it like coming through those sort of systems? Um, to be honest, I actually I actually loved um, Wyong Roos and North Sydney Bears. Um, it started out Wyong Roos, and um, we, had, we had such a good crew that went up there. So we would travel up... Um, every Friday to do captain's run and play the Saturday. But um, yeah, the crew that we had, we had like Lindsay Collins, um, Brendan Fry, Shawnee O'Sullivan, Billy Matt, Smith. Was Matt Ikevalu part of that team? Yeah, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Ikevalu. Yeah, the crew we had was, it actually made like, yeah, actually made footy like really fun. Like we'd go up here, have a feed together, then go back to the hotel together. Then yeah, just get a, like get around each other, which no, was good. good. But um. Yeah, it was actually really fun. I, I, I actually really loved playing for Wyong. Now, that's awesome. Um, the Wyongers definitely have that sort of vibe about them. I don't know if they still do now, but they definitely did back then when they were feeder clubs. Uh, well, when they were a feeder club. Um, obviously, your time at the Warriors, you've extended it for two years. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most next year for the and you know for the next two years of the contract? Um, yeah, no, to be honest, I'm just looking forward to um, where we're going at the moment so um we're so close of being such a good team and obviously there's some stuff that we need to improve but 
um, yeah, we're building towards it. And that's what really made me um, want to stay at the, the Warriors because um, we've got such a great team now, but we're just adding more value to our team each year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I can't, I'm looking real forward to the next two years. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I can definitely sense, you know, the vibe amongst the group because I've been to quite a few home games. Well, home games at Gosford this year um, and the vibe amongst the team and even yourself is always positive, which is a good thing going forward for the team. Um, now to some fun t- sort of questions, who's the biggest pest at the, at the Warriors? Um, the biggest pest, probably Jazzy. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, Jazzy's a little pest. Um, get under people's skin and that, but yep. yeah. Who's the best sledger of the team or who, or <laughs> who's the best sledger of the NRL that you've played against? Um, best sledger in the team is probably um, Tohu Harris. Yep. He's like he's a silent assassin. <laughs> he just um yeah on the field he just does he he doesn't shut up. But um, sledger and um it was my first Indigenous game actually. Yep. Um, and Jesse Brummage he was just into me. I I remember he's like <laughs> I remember taking it like he tackled me and he was just like he was just giving it to me. <laughs> but he's the nicest bloke off the field but oh, on the absolutely. field he's, he's the biggest sledger I've ever heard oh that's funny as <laughs> and speaking of um, Indigenous versus Maori All-Stars what was it like as a proud Darug man getting the call up for your first Indigenous All-Stars game last year yeah um, yeah it was, it was honestly amazing um, it's it's just something I've always wanted to play and um, I'm real big on my Indigenous culture in that so um yeah, to go out there and represent my people, my um, culture, and also my family. Um, yeah, it's something really big to me um, and something I always hold and wish I could um, hope I can play it every year. Well, so far you've done that since you got selected last year. You also got selected this year. Again, what was it like getting that call up again, knowing you made it sort of thing? Um, I don't, it's it's um, a really, to be honest, it's actually a really proud moment. Um, yeah, because everyone in that team, um, we all play for, like, we're all playing for each other, but also always playing for our people. Mm-hmm. And there's a bigger story um, behind the jersey. Mm. So, um, yeah, so when we, in them camps, we always learn about um, more about our culture and getting to know more about our people and that and um, getting to know more about the boys, like, different um, totems or different um, tribes and that. So, yeah, it's actually – it's a camp that um, I really enjoy going on. Oh, that's awesome. And we actually have quite an interesting question from Jared Mitchell in the chat. He asks, for you, is it as big as playing Origin or is it bigger for you? If Even if you were to get the call up for New South Wales, do you think you would hold that Indigenous jersey in higher regard? Um, yeah. I pr- oh, that's a pretty tricky one. It but, is, isn't um, it? <laughs> Um, yeah, playing for my people means a lot for me, but, um, also my goal in, um, my goal for football is to hopefully one day get that origin, um, call up because yeah, yeah, origin's a different beast. Um, absolutely. Yeah. It's just a whole different, um, game and it's just, yeah, it's something I really would love to do. That's fair enough. So for now, you can't really, from what you're saying, it's you can't really compare them just yet. And if and when you do get the chance to play Origin, then you'll be able to say yes or no sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, my, my tribe, obviously my tribe means so much to me. And Maybe um, it's a, because it's different. It's just as 
uh, passionate for, for you for both of them, but for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, quick shout out to one of our other sponsors, Tackle Trunks. They've actually made us our own custom pair. They've actually made Josh's own custom pair. They're on the way. Um, they're actually, they've actually just got back to their um, HQ today and they're shipping them out as of tomorrow. So they should be with you in about a week or so. So anyone who sees Josh playing, um, you know, be sure to try and cop a gaze at the bloody Tackle Trunks. Um, <laughs> They're good prices as well for anyone who wants to buy a pair of their own customs. $45, um, and that's honestly cheap, cheap as chips compared to budgie smugglers who cost about 160 for your own single one-off custom pair. Anyway, uh, back to the chinwag in hand. Warriors versus Dragons this week. How do you think the boys will go? No, I reckon the boys will go real good. Um, obviously, we had the week off, which was good. Um, everyone everyone um, just got... Um, left got um out of the just out of the footy environment pretty much um but yeah obviously um got a big game obviously um it's Dallin's debut mm-hmm. for the club Gerard and plays against, and, and sorry to interrupt Gerard Beal plays against the Warriors this week yeah that's right yeah he does too that's right and yeah <laughs> um then Chatty Chatty's back here first game um I reckon yeah I reckon it'll be a real good game the boys will step up and um yeah Hopefully we can get the dub because we, we really need it. It's got to set our season, the back end of our season up. Absolutely. I was ke- obviously up until the isolation announcement the other day, I was keen to see Ewan get on the field against the Dragons because that would have been a really good matchup as well. But we'll have to wait until either the back end of the year or next year to see that. Um, and also your former team, the Roosters, take on the Storm tonight. Who do you think will get the chocolates in that? Um, that would be a pretty good game. To be honest, I'm going to have to... I'm gonna to have to go Storm. The the way the Storm have been playing at the moment, um, and Jerome Hughes is he's been killing it. Mm. So yeah, I'm gonna to have to probably go the Storm. This they're they're pretty unstoppable at the moment. Oh, absolutely! It's honestly their grand final to lose right now, from what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Now, what is not what is? Uh, how do you like your steak? Random question, I know, but it's a fun one. <laughs> um. Well, I pretty much had my steak um, blue. Okay. Yeah. So. Dad's always uh, made my steak blue. So ever since I was young, I just had blue steak and I just stayed with it. That's different because I, I, a lot of people like a medium rare, but blue, damn, that's really cool. Yeah. What's your favorite cut of steak then? Do you like porterhouse, rib? What's your favorite? Um, I like a scotch fillet. Mm, that's a good one. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of scotch scotch billet no that's fair enough and obviously during this isolation period for you uh, it can definitely get quite boring at times what's your current netflix binge um uh no i've been watching netflix at the moment i've been watching um foxtel it's called mist in between yeah how good is that i've actually just got on that the other day yeah it's so good i've been binge watching that but i'm off to the last season and i kind of don't want to watch it as much because i don't want to um yeah i don't want to ruin it yeah get to the last episode and be like damn yeah, no, that's fair. And okay, well then last year, obviously during that 10-week lockdown period during the 2020 season, did you have a Netflix binge or a Foxtel binge back then as well? No, so I so when that lockdown happened, so New Zealand actually went into, I think it was like two, maybe it could have been like a two-month or mm. a month and a bit of a actual lockdown. And I was living with um, Jackson Fry yep. and um, Carl Lawton at that time. And but he was he was actually over in Australia, so it was just me and um, Jacko Fry at home, and we actually set the house up into like a 
game like kind of a games house oh nice so, like, we had like um badminton out the backyard then we had board games and like we set out we set our garage up into like this little gym yep so we, yeah lockdown was actually like it was it was bad but like it was actually it was actually right for me and jack you made the best out of a shitty situation yeah now nah, that's absolutely awesome bro um just a few more questions slash topics um how do you think adam o- is it Adam O'Brien? No, brain fighting hard. Nathan Brown, that's the one, sorry. How do you think Nathan Brown's going as coach this year for the Warriors? Nah, so Brownie, um, yeah, Brownie's actually really good. Um, I enjoy getting coached by him. Um, and that's that's also one of the main reasons why I stayed at the Warriors because he makes um I feel like he makes my game better and he he pretty much makes you accountable accountable for um your game. So um, me and him had like a fair few talks um, in preseason and that, and he just told me like, he's like, told me like, yeah, he, he it's up to me if I want to play um, great or not each week. So um, yeah, it's kind of made me realize like um, what, not what I can do, but just the person I can be on the field and off the field. And um, it's, yeah, it's really helped me with my footy this year. Yeah, no, absolutely. It definitely sounds like it. Um, he seems like a really good man manager, and that's what a coach mainly needs to be, in my opinion, is a man manager. But then again, I'm not a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in speaking of that, though, uh, Gus Gould come into the club uh, staff and all that in system this year. How's he going? And how have you benefited your game as well from Gus? Yeah, Gus, he's going good. Um, he he mainly comes in and just talks to the coaches. He's always he always says his um couple words to us players, but um with the coaches so he's um he's a real good talker so when dodge plays 100 thing he before the dragons actually as well um he he we he had a speech to us um at dinner and everyone everyone was just so g'd up like we all just wanted to play that night <laughs> we're like oh, i wish the game was now but um no nah, he, he's he's a good bloke he's um i got a lot of time for gussie and um he if you like if you not if you didn't play your best game like he'll just tell you what like what you need to do to fix it and that but yeah he mainly uh, works more with the coaches no that's fair um well because i think he is in like a coach's um something sort of role but no that's really awesome to hear um so far during your career who has been the best coach that you've played under um and or if you can't compare them which of each coach that you've had what did each of them bring to you in a different way for your game? Um, so, oh, so at Roosters, Robo, Robo, he's a real good coach. Obviously, he's taken to Roosters to oh, maybe what is it, five grand finals? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it could have been like five grand finals, but um, yeah, he's real good. He he real he really helped me a lot with my game and that. And um, yeah, I got a real lot of time um for Robo and um. He just he teach, teaches you the fundamentals of your position that you're meant to play and um, what it, like what pretty much what it's like to play your position and just show you like the core skills of it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Brownie, Brownie, um, yeah, he's real good. Um, I really I really like Brownie. He um, yeah, he just tries to get the best out of me each week, and that's what I really like. I mean, he he's managed it so far because each game that you've had. Unfortunately, though, you did have an injury this year. Each game you've had, you've had quite a good individual game. Even if the Warriors have lost, you've had a really good individual game, which I think is testament to the type of man, manager, and coach that uh, Nathan Brown is. 
yeah, he just um he just tells me each week to um go do what I do, like but um do it up in another step. So yeah, I just try to go out there and leave leave it all on the field. No, that's fair. That's it. Um and I think that's about it I have, that I can think of, except one last topic is, do you have any words of encouragement or whatever for the Warriors fans at the moment? No, nah, I just, obviously, it's a hard time, obviously, at the moment. Um, obviously, we're all over here. Hopefully, really hoping we can get back for that round 22 game against the Bulldogs. But, um, yeah, we're, all, we're still all got used um, behind us. We know um, over there, you are all supporting us and that, and we really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, we try to go out there each week to play for you's as well so yeah thank you no that's that's it that's awesome um also to anyone who's watching whether they're watching it live or uh later on the central coast warriors shirt i do plan to get signed it already has a few autographs then at the end of the year i'll be doing a giveaway for warriors fans exclusively i'll ship it over if they if it's a winner in new zealand um, you know so at the end of the year it'll be fully fine and we'll be doing a giveaway so keep your eyes out on the facebook page for that and i want to thank you very much josh for joining me and joining the live stream for the podcast uh cheers man i appreciate it no nah, no worries man we'll catch up soon after you're done with iso for sure mate no worries mate take care thank you very much